What up, what up? Welcome to Tuesdays with Nick and Cole. It is October 1st. Welcome to episode 5. I know you guys have been waiting for this one. We're going to do our sports rundown as per usual, go into our wing review, talk about the GOAT of the week slash debate it, go into some Loris trivia, and then we got questions from the fans. That sports recap, both men and women's soccer opened up their conference play with a W over Coe College. Riley O'Brien and Braylon Mensick got nominations for ARC Women's Soccer Athlete of the Week. And then Kayla Kinney got ARC Women's Volleyball Athlete of the Week. So Dewhawks definitely out there performing, definitely doing their job. Uh, So we're off to, we're finishing this fall season off strong. Quick shout out to the swim team. Day one was yesterday. Got after it. All right, let's get into our wing review here. So this week we went to First and Main, tried out their wings during lunch, and the following were the scores. Me, 7.9. Cole, 8.1. Trent, 8.1. Jim Napersack, 8.4. Brian Nuge, Nugent, 7.4. Luke Petrosi, who is the Assistant Director of Marketing for Enrollment, he put an 8.1. Uh, Trevor Kittleson, 8.7, with an average of an 8.1, which puts first and main, second all-time, only to Hilltop. So let's uh, let's get into this. I I mean, the sweet, so what we're starting to do now, um, as we're getting into this and we're starting to kind of understand how we're going to do this wing review, uh, is asking the waiter or the waitress on what the best wing review, or like what their best sauce is. Uh, so they actually gave us two of their prime, most famous sauces. It was that sweet chili and their... It was called the First, first in Maine. Maine. Yeah, First in Maine. Um, and, I mean, both of them were pretty interesting. The First in Maine had a like a type of peanut butter blend, kind of like a barbecue. Uh, it, was, it was pretty good. Uh, but, to be honest, those sweet chili wings were phenomenal. Uh, to go dive deeper, I know, shout out to Barb, I keep saying this about the meat <laughs> falling off the bone, uh, but it did. I mean, and that's one of the things I look for, and that was a check mark. I can check that box. The sauce was good. Uh, I'm with Trent a little bit. It had a good balance of the sauce being cooked, but then also having some sauce on top, so that was good. All in all, I mean... It was good. The one thing that it didn't necessarily have was the size of the wing. The size was kind of small, but flavor, texture, chicken, it was pretty good. And that's why I got it. It's 8.1. Yeah, you know, I really liked the sauces as well. Um, that It was like a peanut sauce almost, which was not what I was expecting. So it did jump the score a little bit for me to a 7.9. I didn't think it was as good as, as Shot Tower. Uh, but mm, almost as good. It was v- almost equal. Maybe I gave Shot Tower a little bit too high of a rating in retrospect. Uh, but yeah, a really good wing. Not good enough to be like in a, the solid eights, but very high nines, almost pushing to be in the eights. I think I remember when you when we did this review, you were like, man, 
shot tower, I was really hungry, and I wonder if that persuaded my vote. Yeah, or my it probably did score. It probably did. So I these mean, were I, really good wings. Yeah, I think it wasn't even close to shot tower. I thought it was a lot better. Um, again, and I think it it took a that step above that like average bar wing. Um, I mean, my score with an eight point one. We were, I mean, we were all pretty spot on. I think it was probably the closest review out of all of them so far. What was that average? It was an eight point one. Yeah, the average was an eight point one, which. Um, is, I mean, it's kind of surprising that we were all so close. Well, I also think it's the first, not the f- necessarily the first, minus like Hilltop, um, but I think it's like the first one we haven't had like an outlier where like one person was like, oh, I don't, I like extremely like it or I don't extremely like it. Like, well, jump, like jumpers, like you were on the high end yeah, and like yeah. Great Dane, like something we had a higher end and like one or two people that were like lower. This is the one that's been like the most consistent like number. I will say the downside was, did they only offer plates of six wings? It was, uh, I believe it's uh, six wings for $6 or 30 wings for like $25 or $28. Okay. Or yeah, so like it was that. a bit extreme. You couldn't get like a plate of 10. Or yeah. So you'd have to order two orders of six. Yeah. So. Or I mean, or I mean, I think if you split it with somebody, you could definitely get the 30 and then you're allowed to get sure. like a bunch of sauces. And that's something I actually wanted to talk about because they have... I mean, I, I'm going to go down the list of sauces right here. This is incredible because I kind of want to go back and try some more. Okay. Uh, the Freak Sauce, Spicy Barbecue, Maple Chipotle, Hot Buffalo, Mango Habanero, Teriyaki, Honey Sriracha, Jamaican, Sweet Chili, First in Maine, Thai Peanut, Old Bay, Root Beer Bourbon Barbecue, Ooh. Garlic Parmesan, Basil Pesto, and Naked. Yeah, yeah I mean, we'll have to spend a day just going through that. Uh, sounds good. Absolutely. Definitely getting on those sauces. I mean, that's that's incredible. And that's, I mean, that's like right up my alley is I love like kind of like the creative sauces, so. Well, you can tell we liked it there. We spent a long time talking about the wings. Let's move on to go to the week. This week, let's, uh, let's see what we got. All right. And from that here. Your goat of the week is going to be women's gymnast. Okay. This is easy for me. All right. Um. And I guess it might not do justice. Uh, I'm pretty skewed, I guess, on my answer because I usually only watch the World Championships and the Olympics. But to me, hands down, Simone Biles. I'm going to have to disagree. I got to go Nadia Comaneci. I think that's how you say her name. Uh, She was from Romania. I obviously didn't get to see her perform live because she was dominant in the 70s and the 80s. But her, she's just known, she's already known as the greatest of all time. Yes, I guess Simone, there's an argument for her now. But you, when you talk about women's gymnastics, you have your BN and your AN, which is before Nadia and after Nadia. She changed the game that much. Right. I mean, I think this is, I mean, your, what, you, what your, your argument's going to be is what it basically is going to come down to is that she was a pioneer of gymnastics. Correct. But if you go da- like dive deep into like what Simone has done, she's the most decorated female gymnast in the world, championship history. She's her 14 world gold medals is the most in gymnastics history. She's a six-time all-around US champion. And also a little side note, she placed fourth on Dancing with the Stars. <laughs> well, that might give her the edge. <laughs> Uh, although Dancing with the Stars didn't exist 
back when Nadia was in her prime. So maybe she would have won Dancing with the Stars. Who knows? But Nadia did get a perfect 10 when she was 14. Just such a game changer, such a pioneer. I mean, two different eras, again. I mean, I feel like we always run into this argument where it's like one one was dominant in one area, era, one was dominant in the most recent area. It's hard to say which one is better. I feel like this is always the argument. And I, I, I don't want to pick, like, I'm not trying to pick Nick's side, and I don't think necessarily he's all right, but I think that is an important conversation that almost like being that pioneer adds a lot of points to being the goat of a sport. I mean, you look, right, look but at what all I'm the saying other sports. Is, is if you look at Simone's margin of victories, it's not even close. She literally shows up the tournament, and there's nobody that can compete with her. She's literally, it's her versus herself. If you listen into the commentary at the World's Championship, it's literally the only person that's standing in the way of her and being like, she doesn't have anybody to like, she's at another level. Right. It's not even close. Right. The moves that she can do, nobody else can do. Tell me... Like yeah. she's doing things yeah. that she could, that Nadia couldn't do. Right, and even when she does screw up or fault, uh, her faults are or, or her routines are so difficult that her faults still allow her to get a good score. So I do hear you on that. And Definitely. with like, I mean, I understand being a pioneer and stuff like that of the sport. You also got to think with her, with the ground that she built and bringing the respect to uh, gymnastics and growing the sport. How is it not more impressive that Simone Biles is the first woman to win four world titles, all-around titles? So she's not just good at one event. She's good at all of the events in gymnastics. Right. And she's the first woman, woman to win four world titles. Yeah, I mean, statistically, you might have to give it to Simone. But does the pioneer factor bring Nadia up to that level because of it? Mm, I guess that's the debate. That's the debate. But we can both agree that it's one of the most watched or favorite watched event of the Olympics. That's for sure. It's always exciting. I mean, I agree. I just think that it's odd. And I don't, to me, what Simone has done too, uh, and kind of, I guess this is kind of tailoring it towards the U.S. women's gymnastics in general, uh, is what they've done for that sport. Mm -hmm. uh, it's, I don't, seem to ever want to be insensitive, I guess. Uh, but it's one of those sports that women's sports, it is better and I feel like more competitive uh, kind of to watch than some men's sports. So mm -hmm. what they've done is they've put it on the map. She's put it on the map. People are tuning in to watch Simone Biles. True. True. Yeah, and it's always great when when you have that character and you're able to watch that person perform in their prime. So it's definitely a treat seeing her still perform at that level. For sure. But again, I guess, decide for your own. I'm sure some of you have someone in mind that's neither of these two. I mean, there's an argument for some other ones out there. Um, but let us know. Tweet at us, and we'll, we'll see where we go from there. Tuesdays, WNC, on Twitter. <laughs> All right, so that brings us into Loris Trivia, the weekly segment where Cole and I try to not look... <laughs> Bad, I guess. We'll I'm not say. gonna. I'm not gonna say if it's easy or hard, but there's only two questions for this week. Um, first one: What is the name of the camp that holds over 2,400 kids over the summer at Loris? Crap. Um, I mean, all Laura, sports camp. I, yeah, all sports camp. Yeah. Yeah, Loris all sports. Camp. I was gonna say Loris all sports camp, but I was like, is that too generic? But that's the actual name. I mean, correct? yeah, it is yeah. Loris all sports camp. Yeah. Okay. Then, <laughs> I might trick you guys here. 
great. <laughs> this actually might be really hard. Can you guys sing the fight song? Oh boy, zero uh, percent chance I could sing it. I might. Mm, I was gonna try to hum it, but I'm not even gonna try to hum it because I've heard it played at the football games. I know, and I know it's hanging. In it's other like games. written on the walls in the uh, in the AWC. Like I've seen it. Can you give me like a little bit, like mm. any no words whatsoever? <laughs> no. <laughs> Thanks, Trent. Wow. <laughs> well, now I'm gonna go memorize it. I mean, yeah, I think it's something that yeah. yeah. We'll come back. You you bring this. Maybe in like a month. No, no. Next, Next week. week. You're gonna remember. Wow. It? I'll have it down. Oh, wow. Okay. It's yeah. At least the beginning part. I'll say that. I mean, I'm no. We're we're actually gonna do this next week. Yep. You guys are singing the fight song. I'll add in a little the soundtrack to oh, the back, God. and you guys can sing it. Oh yeah, we'll see. No, I'm I might a, be a I solo, got it. solo sh- section. <laughs> <laughs> but those were those were my. I mean, but that's kind, not even necessarily a trivia question. But, but kind of going back to that first one, uh, shout out to that all sports camp. It's a great opportunity for the youth to kind of see what Loris has to offer, and it's a bunch of different sports. Like not even necessarily some of your your main ones. It gives you that unique opportunity, like fishing, canoeing, and stuff like that. So uh, definitely take a look at that uh, if you have any younger kids that are interested in doing something over the summer. That actually makes me think of one of the questions that we had today that we wrote down um, was what what is uh, your opinion on uh, when kids are growing up um, playing multiple sports or really focusing on one sport um, and trying to be the best at that one sport? So. I personally view the sports I like I don't like that some kids are doing the specific one sports and I don't necessarily like that some coaches are requiring some of their athletes at the young age to just pick one sport and focus on they're t- they're telling them that they have to pick that one sport at a young age or they're not going to make it to that division 1 level kind of feeding their their like heads with something else I think it's important to the to the youth to play multiple different sports, and I mean I don't necessarily have like a, 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 uh, some science behind what I'm like next I'm gonna say, but I honestly think that there's a little bit of a correlation between the amount of ACL tears that you're starting to see at a young age and the amount of athletes that are specifically playing one sport. I think that when you're playing one sport your muscles are only introduced to those different movements. And as soon as you perform a movement that it's not used to, then that's when you start seeing the body get out of whack. Um, And that's why with all those different sports playing growing up, your body's younger. It's, it's getting used to those different movements and allowing for the body to understand those other movements. Yeah. A hundred percent. And your body is, you learn the quickest when you're younger. So the more the more movements you do, the more skills you try to learn, the longer it will stick with you in your life. Uh, if you try to pick up new skills and new sports as an adult, it's a lot harder. Also, there definitely is science behind what you were saying. Even if you were to just look at bone density, uh, there's certain sports that will build bone density in certain uh, areas of the body and then also... Uh, I guess corrode, I don't know what the word would be, but you lose bone density in other areas. For example, like in cycling and swimming, you're going to lose bone density in your lower body. In running, you're actually going to gain bone density due to the impact. So even just looking at that, that kind of shows you you need to have a a mix of, of different sports going on, especially when you're younger. I also think that the importance of developing an athlete versus a sport specific, um, it's kind of cool 
uh, to finish up my master's program, uh, we had a we developed like a gym, a sports specific kind of gym where we kind of tackled this argument uh, where it was developing an athlete and then moving them into sports specific. Uh, it helped them as an athlete. There's a lot of more. Uh, you become more coordinated versus you, now you only know these. Like if I was playing baseball for that's the only sport I played from five years old to 20 years old, and I didn't play any other sports, I'm not going to be that athletic. I'm only going to know how to move that certain way. You're only, I feel like developing other sports can help you make you better at those acceleration. So like, let's say you were to play soccer or you were to play football and you were to play baseball, base pads, making those different reads. Like if you were a, a center fielder or if you were at second base and if you played soccer or if you played uh, football, especially for football, giving you those different reads of being able to read different plays, being able to read what the ball is going to do helps you in those different sports. Um, I think that bas or soccer and basketball could be a good correlation as well on having that overlap of being able to have that field vision, having that court vision, and that you don't just see on those different sports. And uh, specifically for myself, um, learning being a golfer and a wrestler kind of a unique uh, combination of sports to have i learned and the way that i performed so much better in golf was because of my wrestling career um understanding uh, wrestling was the toughest six minutes of my life and if you were in a good batch a good match then there's i mean there's nothing tougher than that and so walking a golf course was nothing to me uh, playing 36 holes, looking back at my time as a wrestler, looking at some of those practices, made me who I was today and made that easier for me. You talked about uh, developing kind of athletes, and, and my question, actually, I just thought of this, was when do you guys think it's appropriate or necessary for athletes to start weightlifting? That's a really, really good question. And there's constantly different articles that, that contradict each other that get put out there. Um, and it always, like, there isn't really a concrete answer as to the ones that do say yes. They all even vary out a little bit of, like, introducing it uh, in high school or a little bit before high school. Some say that you need to, to uh, avoid really heavy weight. Some say you should do light, uh, light rep or lightweight, high reps. Uh, so it's really, it's tough to say. I would say um, for me, I'd be more willing to, to be on the side of being cautious than to potentially hurt a, a younger athlete. I don't think you should go completely without it. Uh, once you reach high school, you should start to develop certain uh, weighted resistant movements uh, and kind of build from there. But again, it's kind of like a case-by-case -case basis, so it's tough to say. I understand. It's case-by-case, -case, um, but I think it needs to be, again, kind of de depending on the individual. My biggest thing would kind of be the exercises that they're performing in general. Um, I think that with our nation's like youth kind of being a little bit obese, um, introducing some of those exercises at a younger age, uh, isn't necessarily a bad thing. Um, but I understand, like, I wouldn't have a 12 year old or a 10 year old go underneath a bar and squat, um, putting them, their body in different compromising positions. 
but step ups, running sprints, doing crunches, yeah. wall sits, yeah. planks, uh, movements that kind of introduce the entire body. Uh, have having the body work together is definitely something that needs to be introduced at a young age. Yeah, I agree with that. Body weight movement resistance type training, I think, really would be great. Avoiding a squat potentially up to a certain age, yeah, or a deadlift or something like that. The injury rate would just be potentially higher. The and there's there's scientific argument about uh, your growth plates not being fully developed yet, and somehow that's stunting that although there's been studies that say that that's also not true so it's hard to figure out which actually is correct um but your hgh levels are just off the charts and your hormones are off the charts so you would think it'd actually be a good time to start to develop that because your recovery would be quicker but like i said that's why it's so confusing nobody really quite knows and then it's got i mean it's awesome that you kind of brought this topic up i have a, a cousin uh that calls me monday through friday um who kind of has been struggling, uh, but he's do, he's been doing a great job. Uh, he's 12 years old, so like the local gyms won't necessarily take him until he's 14. Uh, they, his family reached out to me to kind of help him out, uh, give him some different nutrition things, but then also some of that, that weightlifting stuff. And that's, again, one of the things that I said is, hey, a lot of it is just like getting those movements that get that heart rate up uh, and develop the movement of the body. So like understanding like kinesiology, the movement of the body, what those different body parts are doing and having them all work together. Kind of some like, not like sports specific, but he wants to be an athlete. He's good at baseball. He's good at football. He's good at basketball. I mean, he's a big kid and he's going to be talented, but by 14, it might be too late uh, for him where it might get out of hand. Uh, and I think that's where you might see the nation's youth. 14 is pretty late for like obesity to kind of kick in. Like if I, by that age, they've, might have made some of those eating habits, some of those not athletic uh, habits, where I think that there needs to be some sort of introduction to those different movements. And I, one of the states that does a great job at it is Colorado. Uh, they have a bunch of different youth uh, programs. And like, it's also just an opportunity for kids to get introduced to a healthy lifestyle. So like introducing them to the gym introducing them to those different styles, introducing them to those parents, to those uh, people that are healthy is what I think kind of lacks by not allowing them to go to the gym. Yeah, I think we can both agree on that. If you do decide to start doing some resistance training or some weight training um, at around the middle school slash high school level, you at least make sure that it's, it's structured correctly with a, someone to supervise and run the program. Don't just go do it on your own. That's definitely something we can all agree on. I guess not like we're going to have middle schoolers listening to our podcast, but you never know. Um, do you have any suggestions on maybe people who to go to or, I mean, any when they're just starting to learn and kind of Sure. Coming up with the, yeah. with weightlifting, um, do you have any suggestions? Honestly, if you want, I'll look up a couple. I got a couple links because uh, I've did so, I did some research on this to help out my cousin. Um, if you want to take a look at our Twitter page, uh, we'll throw a, a link on there uh, where you can go, kind of look things out, and get your son or daughter into some different kind of youth programs or some different workouts that they could do. And to bring this full circle, Loris All Sports Camp in the summer. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Um, now we're actually going to go to some questions from the audience. Um, so this, these questions were actually submitted by a student on campus, uh, Owen Funky. Um, 
So his first question uh, was favorite spot around campus that is not the swimming pool for Nick or the golf room for Cole. All right, so this one's a bit of cop-out for me, but uh, it's going to be the weight room. Uh, I just I like being in there even when I'm working out or when I'm coaching. It's always just such a good vibe in there. Music's going. Everyone's working out hard, burn, burning calories, sweating. I just like the vibe of the gym, the atmosphere of the gym always have. So I know that's a bit of a cop-out, but that's my choice. Uh, mine might be the Rock Bowl just because uh, all the different sporting events – uh, I haven't been able to necessarily see those events at the AWC yet, but the amount of people that support Duhawks athletics is incredible. So day in, day out, uh, I mean, even if it's crappy weather, if it's good weather, I mean, it's a good turnout. And just seeing the, the Lores community in the Rock Bowl is something unique and pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, I would say my second one would be the Rock Bowl if I had to choose. All right, next question that he had. Um, your best or favorite uh, weightlift to do? Mine is going to be the snatch. I absolutely love the snatch. It's the most fun. I like to call it the party lift because you just go from zero to 100 real quick. And uh, it's just fun. Like You never quite know if you're going to PR at it. It's one of those really high technical lifts where the more you practice, the better you get at it. Um, that's, I don't know. I just like it. That's my favorite lift. So I... Mm. I've got, I kind of introduced, uh, when I was messing around in the gym at Milliken, uh, I've got like two or like three that I kind of like combined two different. So like what I call is like an oppo taco, which is like an over the, <laughs> it's an over, you take a kettlebell, you're sitting in a crunch position, you reach your like right arm with the kettlebell and the weight and you crunch literally, you bring your right arm to your like left leg and then you do like 10 on that side and then the other way. Just like, it was weird. Cause I like was doing different things with the body. Another one was called a burpee clean. So you literally have the, you do a burpee, but your arms stay on the bar and you jump your feet back. You jump your feet underneath your hips and then you go into a clean and then you bring the weight back down, dropping the weight to the ground, doing a burpee, kicking your feet out and then coming back up. And then lastly is a deadlift into a box jump. You literally perform with that hex bar. You perform the the deadlift. Oh, interesting. And then with you the hex jump, bar, yeah. And then you jump onto the box. That's kind of cool. I, I might steal that. You might have to, we might have to record you doing some of these <laughs> things because I kind of <laughs> lost in the tacos. Um. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, next question. Um, most influential person or coach um, at Loris that has helped you since you started? All right. Well, for me, it's just a list of a bunch of different people. They've all had a specific way of helping me out. I'm just going to have to give a shout out to Jenna, TJ, Kit, Dan, T-Bon, everyone in Graber so far. Um, I've pretty much talked to most of the coaches here have helped me in one way or another, either in person through email or phone or whatever it's been. Um, everyone seems to have a good uh, input on things that they've done in the past specifically to help their program that I could use to help mine. I agree. Um, this The community is great. Um, Denise, uh, she was a, a great help when I first was here on campus. Uh, she made sure that there was people. She gave me into the right uh, setting. She got me to the right people. She put me in the, a good situation. TJ, he kind of took me under his wing. Like when I was first here, he said, stick by my side, and I'll show you the ropes. Uh which, I mean, I was like all four, national runner-up. He, he knows what he's doing. Uh, and then Jenna Ness, uh, she's been huge help, uh, both at Loris and outside of Loris. 
Uh, she constantly, I mean, she's got, she's a ball of energy. So if you definitely need to pick me up, uh, having a conversation with Jenna. And then lastly, uh, Barb, she uh, comes in, gives me crap. Sorry about your chair. I still have my office. I'll return that to you later today. <laughs> All right. Uh, one, or two more. Uh, favorite sport to play that's not your respective sport? So, Nick, you can't pick swimming, and Cole, you can't pick golf. Well, this is going to sound strange, but it's golf for me. I, I do love to go out and hit 18 on a weekend if it's nice out. Uh, I've always liked golf since I was younger. Uh, either that or roller hockey. I love roller hockey. And I know there's a rink in town, actually, so if I can get a few people out there, we'll have a good time. I would definitely play with you. I love hockey. I can't – I'm not good with things underneath my feet, so I can't <laughs> ice skate or roller hockey, but I love to play, like, street hockey, just running around yeah. on my feet. So. Yeah, uh, Mine would be split. Uh, I really do enjoy uh, run, running fives on the basketball court. Um, one, I wouldn't necessarily say – I'm like the best, but it's a good opportunity to get some fun cardio in and then uh, rolling around on the mats, uh, wrestling anytime they can kind of get on there. I know Dexter Bass and I, we went in a couple times into the Loris room and rolled around a little bit. There's no way you're good at basketball. Uh, okay. <laughs> so again, great. I'd, I'm like, I've been compared basically to Dennis Rodman. <laughs> oh I mean, I'm going to get rebounds. God. I'm going to get... I'm a great defensive player, pretty uh, physical, but scoring points, not necessarily. Like, I'll get maybe an open layup here and there, uh, and I, I know if my golfers are listening, I had a pretty poor layup performance when we played the other day. But, I mean, defense, lockdown defense, and just a lot of rebounds. You probably average five fouls a game. Easy. Oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> Dennis Rodman, I mean, come on. <laughs> You're going to be one of those dads in the YMCA when you're older that takes it way too serious. Oh, absolutely. I mean, shooting I'm in sleeve. there. I'm in there yeah. to get it. No, no, no. No shooting sleeve. Old school, probably like short just shorts. get after it. Short shorts. <laughs> I'm just going to show these kids what's up. Um, none of that, that soft stuff. <laughs> All right. Uh, last question. Um, this is the classic uh, Desert Island question where it's like um, you could bring three movies with you. Uh, and that's it. So what are those three movies that you'll bring with? All right, if I'm going to take this question serious, if I really wanted to figure out what I would actually bring on a desert island to watch, it would be some sort of inspirational documentary on a guy surviving a desert island <laughs> to keep what's, my hopes alive. What's the... Uh, there was just a... Kind of like that exact thing that happened about... Uh, he was, it was... I think it was a Vietnam War... Uh, well, there's definitely an article on it. I think I know, I know what there's you're a movie. About. I'm gonna take a look. Go ahead, keep going. Sorry. Um, probably a couple other documentaries, maybe on rock climbing, hunting, cooking, that kind of stuff. So you're All definitely going more films. literal, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, because honestly, I wouldn't want to just have three entertaining movies. I would, I would hate, I would hate them after like I watched them twice. I'd probably throw them in the ocean. <laughs> I mean, I know for me, I would definitely go the entertaining side. Um, and I picked three movies that I could probably watch back to back nonstop for weeks. Um, so my first one is, this is, I mean, perfect. Remember the Titans. Yeah. Might be the greatest movie of all time. We'll maybe have to go to the week of, of movies uh, someday. But Remember the Titans, by far the best movie. I could watch that. Quote, basically 90% of the whole movie. Um, my second one is Dodgeball. 
Um, <laughs> that movie just cracks me up. Love the stupid jokes. Um, and then the last one was uh, The Dark Knight. Yeah, yeah. I mean, those are all three quality movies, definitely. I, I just wouldn't... I've already seen Remember the Titans at least 20 times. That might be my most watched movie. I don't, I don't think I'd bring it with me. There's just no really? way. Yeah. I, can, I mean, I could watch that movie any day of the week, any time. Without skipping just, parts? Oh, no, never wow. skip parts. That, wow. Why would you skip... Well, because there's boring parts in it. I no, mean, it's there's great not boring parts in that movie. There's a, there's a few down down moments that I would just skip to get to the good parts. Like the good parts are amazing. Like that, that, uh, the scene where the coach is yelling in the huddle. Great, <laughs> great scene. I found the movie. It's called unbroken. If you I feel like I've heard of this. Yeah. If you haven't seen it, it's is it based cool. on a true story? Yeah. So he oh, was the guy surviving. Yeah. He survived. And then he actually, like he came back, he became like an Olympian. Oh, wow. Okay, so, maybe I would bring that movie. I mean, but no, I mean... Would it get on Rotten Tomatoes? I think you need to watch it, give it your review, and bring it back either next week or in the following podcast. All right, all right. See if it would make your designated, yep. or your survivor, or your island list. <laughs> all right, will do. All right, so mine would be... I mean, I'd hate to say it, but Remember Titans is definitely there. And then I would... My comedy would be Anchorman. That's a good one. And then a documentary would be Iron Cow or uh, Iron Cowboy. Oh yeah, that was good. We I watched mean, that the other day. This dude, like, if you want to talk about surviving fifty Ironmen in fifty days, yeah, that'll definitely get me off an island. And his body was like on the brink of basically failing him many times, and he still completed the task. That one, I highly recommend going to go watch to get inspired. I would bring that definitely. I mean, that definitely is going to get you in your, like, the mindset yeah, of, like, you yeah. being stranded on an island. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that movie was incredible. And, I mean, I just think it made me so mad when people were, like, making, like, p- posting on social media, like, oh, this is illegitimate. I mean, yes, right. he ran some Iron Man in, like, on treadmills and ellipticals, but think about what he's doing and actually, like, it's, I mean, it's insane. Yeah. yeah I mean, it, it was getting, I mean... We could have this conversation about that, but, I mean, what he did was incredible. Yeah, definitely recommend. Uh, but that was all we had for questions. Uh, thank you, Owen, uh, for shooting those our way. Um, and don't forget to uh, shoot us a DM on Twitter, uh, at TuesdaysWNC, uh, and we'll look forward to your questions. Quote of the day, quote of the week, only I can change my life, no one can do it for me. Uh, kind of use that, understand that if you get different opportunities in your life, uh, embrace that change. Uh, and kind of like what we talked about last week, it's, uh, it's about you. Enjoy it for yourself. Make those changes in life that you need to make. I agree. So I think that wraps it up. Yeah, thanks for listening in to Tuesdays with Nick and Cole. Catch you next week. Yeah.